0: Every religion around the world, no matter what that religion is, has some sort of list that we can and cannot do, whether it be the Ten Commandments, or whether it be passages from the Qur'an. Every religion has rules that, if you follow that religion, you must not break, or you must live by. One of the biggest ones for me is forgiveness, and vengeance, and how much leeway do we give somebody as a non-christian looking at the way a christian is said to live i can't help but look at the ten commandments with a certain amount of irony and humor the ten laws of the christian god are made up of what you can't do you shouldn't do this you shouldn't do that you shouldn't do this or have that and overall there is no freedom in where you choose to live what you choose to do and who you choose to do it with an example is obviously thou should worship no idol or any craven image what is a crucifix if it's not an idol how many churches can you go into and see a massive crucifix hanging from the ceiling at the front or a five foot tall marble statue depicting what Mary, the mother of Christ, looked like. There are paintings galore of Jesus and God. There are paintings of the Last Supper and paintings of a magical white beam of light showing the way to heaven. These are only examples, but there are thousands. Aren't these idols that being worshiped? Doesn't that just make a mockery of that particular Ten Commandment? Aren't the paintings of Jesus that holy men kneel down in front of to pray, aren't they craven images? You shall keep the Sabbath day holy. Which one? We know in the Christian world that Sunday is the Sabbath because as per God's creation in Exodus for God it was the day of rest. In Jewish religion it differs According to the Halakha, Jewish religious law, Shabbat is observed from a few minutes before sunset on Friday evening until the appearance of three stars in the sky on a Saturday night. Even though many of the others can be delved into with a toothpick to bring out inconsistencies, there are so many other things which look argumentative for the sake of it. Thou shalt not murder Well, where do I start with this one? If you asked to list the world's worst mass murderers of all time, who would you include? Genghis Khan? He killed thousands. The Nazis of Hitler's Germany? They killed an estimated six million Jews. Even the Gothic Count Dracula, the real Vlad Cepes, Vlad the Impaler, is said to have killed hundreds of thousands of his enemies. He actually drank their blood. Could he believed that would give him their power. The Imperial Japanese Army killed thousands, as did various Tsars and leaders of the former USSR. All through history, even up to the various warring factions still fighting throughout the world today, people have died at the hand of a commander or a friend. And why? because of religion. However, even if you bunch all of these together, strip them down, take away all logic and reason. The underlying in fault is religion. A greed for power and wealth, a ruthless attraction to someone else's land, a golden statue, a bit of paper in a frame, all leads to power. Throughout the world and throughout millennia the Roman Catholic Church however has been responsible for more deaths than any other single body. When Adolf Hitler became Chancellor of Germany in 1933 it was decided that some sort of truce would have to be agreed with the Roman Catholic and the Nazi party. Luckily for the Nazis Rome thought, as Hitler was so against the communists of Russia, he would be well worth siding with. So much so, Pope Pius XI formed the difficult, if jointly enterprising, relationship with Hitler. There are indeed many photographs of Roman Catholic cardinals saluting the swastika. One of the holy fathers is even heard to be praying, we give thanks to our Lord my God and to Adolf Hitler. This is a fact, it's not a made-up statement. It really happened. So once again, I'm thrown into a tumble dryer of confusion and fact. The holiest embodiment, in their opinion, of the word of God, the Roman Catholic Church. Indeed, was in league with the most hated and evil group of leaders the world has ever known. It's even been claimed the Vatican knew of the Nazis' decision to eliminate Jews. Also, as we've already known, many of the Nazis commanded, after the war, made their way via various routes to Argentina, specifically a town in the western border of the country called Baranoche. Walk around this quiet town today, and you could swear that you're in a mountain village in the middle of Germany. The architecture, most of the street names, most of the signs are all in German. The cafe sells mainly German foods, whilst the local bar is most definitely a beer keller of sorts. However, looking into this more, you see that in order to escape Germany and executions at the hands of the allies, many of the Nazi command needed to help each other and their subordinates to escape many of the higher ranking were helped by the roman catholic church just inside the italian border is the town of tyrol nazis were able to go to a particular church in the town that was sympathetic to the nazi cause and have suddenly finding god and getting baptized could, with the help of the Red Cross, get a completely new identity and papers to match. Again a fact, not made up. Thus they could travel, without question, without challenge, to anywhere in the world, anywhere that is nowhere near being persecuted by the Allies in Europe. All with the help of the Roman Catholic Church and the blessing of the Pope. Better the devil, you know.